A pleasant day to everyone and welcome to TGIFB, where we are going to dig deeper on knowledge about technology. We are here to talk about our very first episode, the review of top PC brands and components of computers. But wait, before that, what does TGIFB mean? Well, TGIFB means Technology Information for Beginners. Sounds cool, right? Hmm, not really, I guess. Well, you surely something. Before anything else, I would like to introduce myself, along with my co-hosts. So, hey, I'm Lu Alisa. You can call me Lu or Alisa, whichever you prefer. I am a freshman BSIT student and I aspire to be a web developer or graphics designer someday. Today, we are joined by my co-hosts, Bea, Juliana, Vince, and Joseph. Take it away, guys! Hey, I'm Bea, and I have a lot of nicknames, but it's better to leave it as Bea. I am a student from BSIT-1B, and I'm hoping that I could be a help to you guys when it comes to important decision-making for your PC. Hi, I'm Juliana Marie. You can call me Juliana or Juice for short. I'm a fresh BSIT student, and I hope we can help you to gain knowledge about building your own computer. Hi, my name is Vince Chiros. You can call me anything you like. Just don't call me made-up names, and I still prefer Chiros. But still, call me anything you like. So, I'm a BSIT student from Bulacan State University, and I'm willing to give you some pointers on how to build a proper PC, depending on what you need and want. Good day everyone, this is your friend Joseph, here to help you in building that prized and highly coveted PC. I'm not only a student, but I'm also a gamer at heart with a bit of passion making random CG renders on my off time. My goal in life is to be a highly accomplished IT technician in the future. Starting off, you might ask yourself, what is a PC? A personal computer, or PC for short, is a small multi-purpose computing device that includes a CPU, also known as a processor. It is intended for single-user use or for only one person at a time. PCs are used in schools, companies, and even in our homes. It can be used for employment, entertainment, education, as well as other purposes. It consists of both hardware and software functions. All of the physical components that you can touch from which a computer is constructed are referred to as hardware. Software, on the other hand, is composed of digital parts or components that are not visible since they are programmed in the computer itself. But for now, our main focus is more on the hardware components of a PC. Now that we know what a PC is, we should also know what its hardware components are, especially if you want to assemble your own PC or gain more information about it. Now, what do you think are the hardware components of a PC? It is composed of 8 parts. Juliana, can you tell us more about it? A computer comprises 7 main hardware components, system unit case, motherboard, processor, RAM, graphics card, storage devices, power supply unit, and we are going to discuss three more hardware components, such as the optical disk drive, peripherals such as monitors and keyboards, and PCI cards. Do you know what a system unit case is? Protector, cover, 
If you think it's a protector or cover, you got it right. It's a protector from the components of your personal computers. But of course, keyboard, mouse, and speaker are exempted. Cases are usually constructed from steel, aluminum, and plastic. So as you know, people who use PC now decorate their own system unit case. In the past, all computer cases looked the same, identical clones of the same boring beige box. With so many options today, this is no longer the case, and users can use their system cases or system unit case to express themselves. Now, we can add different colors, lights, designs, whatever you like for it to look more aesthetic. So, before I bubble nonsense things, I will share some knowledge with you. I did some research about the system unit case that's popular to those who build their own PC now. According to the site I saw, Cooler Master Cosmos C700P is the best PC case in 2021. It includes the reason why you should buy or avoid buying it. Here are the reasons for you to buy it. Integrated RGB lighting system or red, green, blue lighting system and adjustable motherboard layout. And reason for you to avoid buying it, only 3 internal drives and media core performance when using stock cooling. However, even if it is appealing to others, it is still unnecessarily expensive for individuals who are looking for a low-cost option. So, I searched it on Shopee and the price ranges to 18000 to 22000 For those who can afford it, it is a great investment for them. But would you buy an expensive case if you are on a tight budget? Of course not. So, the most common system case type is the tower. Tower cases are full tower, mid tower, and mini tower. Slim cases or slimline cases are simply tower cases turned under sideways. Small form factor or SFF cases are custom cases that are designed to minimize the spatial volume of a desktop computer. There are different sizes of motherboard which in turn require different cases to house them. So, from, so for some gamers, they want their PC build personalized. They have the freedom on what designs they will put in their casing. On TikTok, I saw one example where he customized his system unit casing. Uh, he likes the Korean girl group twice. Pink LED lights, candy bong, and stickers were all part of the concept he designs. My point is that you have an advantage if you have a budget for building a computer or your own personalized PC because you know what to buy and how much it will cost you. So Corsair Carbide 275R is a mid-tower case and it is not space-consuming so you can use it from work, online classes, and gaming. Unlike the one brand I mentioned earlier, this seems to have a lower price. So the price is 
7,348 pesos. The Corsair Carbide Series 275R combines a sleek, minimalist designs with all the features demanded by today's most powerful pieces. From edge to edge, the stunning tempered glass side panel shows off every inch of your build. If you are one of the gamers who's likely to focus on a game, a quiet system casing is perfect for you. Once your PC starts heating up and fans begin blowing at full force, your one-sided PC can quickly turn into something that resembles a roaring jet engine. It's times like this when a silent PC case can come in handy. And nothing does the job quite like Cooler Master's Silenso S600. It has a price of 6,276 pesos, so it's good for beginners who are starting to build their own personal computer. Another case I can share with you is Fantex Evolve X, a case used for gaming or even work and classes. Fantex has made some incredible cases over the years, but the Evolve X stands out as an excellent chassis for anywhere, anyone looking to build a mid-tower PC with a little something extra. That extra being the ability to slide two systems into its pleasing form, there's a room for an ITX system in the top to go above the main ATX system. It's a bit of a squeeze for sure, but it is possible. If your demands aren't quite so crazy, then you'll find it roomy to build in, and there are enough neat little touches and funky designs choices to cover almost any build you have in mind. There's space for all-in-one liquid colors in the top and front, it comes with a universal fan hub. Three Fantex Premium 120mm fans and has a cable hiding flops in the rear so that it looks good whichever side you look at. You can slide a frankly ridiculous amount of storage into it as well. It has a price of 10,200 pesos so if you have a budget for this, that's good for you. Next, we have the motherboard, the most important components in a computer system. It connects several of the computer's essential components, such as the central processor unit or CPU, memory, hard drive, with the cards, and any input and output device connectors. A motherboard's base is made up of an extremely thick sheet of non-conductive material, usually stiff plastic. Traces which are thin layers of copper or aluminum foil are printed on this sheet. The circuits between the various components are formed by these traces which are ex exceedingly narrow. A motherboard, in addition to circuits, has a number of sockets and slots for connecting the other components. There are multiple types of motherboards designed to fit different types and sizes of computers. 
Each type of motherboard is intended to operate with specific processors and memory. Therefore, not all CPUs and memory types are compatible. Hard drives, on the other hand, are usually ubiquitous and function with almost all motherboards, regardless of type or manufacturer. One of the top brands of motherboard is Asus. This isn't just one of the top motherboard brands on the market today, but it is also one of the best computer hardware manufacturers overall. Asus manufactures everything from motherboards and graphic cards to optical storage and network connectivity products. The Asus ROG Strix X470F Gaming is the best Asus motherboard for AMD. It's on the higher end of the AM4 price scale, but you get the most sophisticated chipset, a slew of features, and superb system performance. Asus motherboards are noted for their high level of customizations and wide range of connectivity possibilities. Furthermore, every Asus motherboard, regardless of budget, includes a powerful voltage regulator module or VRM to ensure proper power distribution. The price of this motherboard is 8,201 pesos. Another top brand of motherboard is Gigabyte. In the computer hardware sector, Gigabyte is one of another giant or a big brand. Gigabyte is as well known as Asus but unlike ASUS, which focuses on everything computer-related, Gigabyte primarily releases motherboards and graphic cards. One of the best Gigabyte motherboards is Aorus Z590 Tachyon. The price of this motherboard is 27,111 pesos. It is expensive for the beginners, but for those who have their budget for this, or computer geeks, it's worth the expense. While we all want to build the pieces of our dreams one day, sometimes financial constraints prevent us from doing so. But just because you're short on funds doesn't mean you can find something amazing alternatives. One of the best budget motherboards is Asus ROG Strix B550F Gaming and its price is 9,995 pesos. Now, let's talk about processors and RAM. Here's Bea to help us understand what their purposes are. The processor or the central processing unit known as CPU is the main component of a computer that processes instructions, uses operating systems and applications, regularly receives input from user or operating software application. It processes data and generates output which can be stored in the app or displayed in the screen. It processes all the instructions received by the software running on the PC and other hardware components and acts as a powerful calculator. CPU is considered as the brain of a computer, saves data, intermediate results, and command, controls the performance of all computer components.
it is very important that we choose the right processor for our computer. And the two leading manufacturers of CPU are AMD and Intel. For Intel, we have Core i3, Core i5, Core i7, Core i9 Unlocked, Core i9 Extreme Edition. The Core i9 Extreme is the greatest processor for data-extensive apps, serious multitasking, and high-end gaming PCs. It has an 18-core design and is designed to handle processor-intensive workloads with ease. It's ideal for 4K content, creative programs, and virtual reality, and it runs at a breakneck speed. While the Core i9 Unlocked has a great versatility, power, speed, it has an 8-core design which is perfect for smooth and aesthetically spectacular current gaming and creative apps. It is very inexpensive and performs quite well. For AMD's 5000 series, there's Ryzen 5, Ryzen 7, Ryzen 9. The Ryzen 9 5950X has 16 cores, 32 threads, a 3.4 GHz frequency up to 4.9 GHz, overclocking, 4.0 PCI Express version, RAM type is DDR4, it has dual memory channel and frequency of 3200 MHz. For Ryzen 9 5900X, it has 12 cores, 24 threads, frequency of 3.7 GHz up to 4.8 GHz, and it's overclocking 4.0 PCI Express version, RAM type of DDR4 has dual memory channel and a frequency of 3200 MHz. The Ryzen 7 5800X has 8 cores, 16 threads, and a 3.8 GHz frequency up to 4.7 GHz. It is overclocking 4.0 PCI Express version, RAM type of DDR4, has dual memory channel and a frequency of 32 MHz. The Ryzen 5 5600X has 6 cores, 12 threads, and 3.7 GHz frequency up to 4.6 GHz. It's overclocking with a rat stealth heatsink. 4.0 PCI Express version, RAM type is DDR4. It has dual memory channel and a RAM frequency of 3200 MHz. Next, we have the Random Access Memory, or RAM, that temporarily stores all the information needed by the device, now and in the future. It is a type of computer memory that can be accessed randomly, which means that any memory bytes can be accessed without touching previous bytes. RAM is a component of common hardware found in electronic devices, including desktop computers, laptops, tablets, and smartphones. For computers, RAM can be installed as memory modules, such as DIMMs or SODIMs. On tablets and smartphones, RAM is usually integrated into the device and cannot be erased. The amount of RAM in a device determines how much memory can be used by operating system and open systems. If the device has enough RAM, several programs can run simultaneously without slowing down if the device is using up to 100% of available RAM, 
the memory must be switched between applications, which may cause a noticeable decrease. Therefore, adding RAM or buying a device with a lot of RAM is one of the best ways to improve performance. System memory is considered flexible memory as it stores data only when the device is turned on. When the device is enabled, the data stored in RAM is erased. When the device is restarted, the operating system and applications upload new data to the system memory. That is why computer restarts often fixes problems. I've gathered five of the top performing random access memory brands or RAM. First, let's have the Kingston's Fury Black, which is one of their most successful models and it is affordable. It has a cool and aesthetic heatsink and a down-to-earth clock speed, which most gamers use. It is also has model with three different clock speeds. A 2133 MHz, 2400 MHz, and 2666 MHz. It is said that RAM speed isn't much of a big deal in gaming than RAM capacity. The only thing is that this model has only three colors. Next, we have the Kingston HyperX Predator Black. This model has a black interior as mentioned in its name. It has a built-in heatsink and overclocking potential. It has a minimum of 2400 MHz and maximum of 3600 MHz, where it is a thousand MHz higher than the Fury Black. The only thing that this model lacked is the customization. Now, let's move on to Corsair's Vengeance LPX, which is almost the same price as the HyperX Predator Black and performs like it. It ranges from 2600 MHz to 4600 MHz. This model has been around for a long time. Its clock speed is, is 4000 MHz and it costs $400 as it has many color options, but it's cheap looking. Next is the Corsair Dominator Platinum, which speaks its name and dominates with its look. It is not cheap looking. It is bulkier than other RAMs and its metal bar is customizable so it feels premium. It is a special edition DDR4 and has two better performing variants, Torque and SE. Its clock speed goes from 2133 MHz to 4000 MHz. It is much better equipped to handle the higher speeds because of its aluminum heat sink. It is expensive but very worth it as it is a high-end RAM. Moving on, we have the G-Skill Trident Z RGB. This model is recommended if you don't want to overclock to the high level. Connect hardware to boot up your PC, gaze in it if your computer case is tempered, and enjoy icon. It is not a well-known model but it is not less reliable. It is gorgeous looking as to its RGB lighting and its metallic exterior. It performs and operates up to 4233 MHz. Its RGB hampers the overclocking potential so its realistic frequency is around 3600 MHz. And that is it for the processors and RAM. Let's now proceed to the graphics card and storage devices which are very interesting and will be discussed by Lou.
Another crucial PC component is the graphics card, or sometimes known as a video card. It is a hardware component that is used to expand the computer's video memory and provide a high-definition display. Graphics cards not only improve display quality, but they also make the computer more powerful, allowing it to perform more high-level tasks. Essentially, the image quality is determined by the graphics card's quality. This is utilized and important in gaming, video editing, and multimedia projects, among other things. But here's the question. Can we operate our PC without a graphics card? Well, technically, yes. However, we won't be able to see anything on our monitor because the graphics card presents graphics, meaning that its primary duty is to display images on our monitor. Now, what are the best graphics card brands that are recommended by the experts? Here are some product recommendations that provide a great quality. It is also important to note that the better the quality of a graphics card is, the more likely you'll pay more for it. The Zotac International Computer Hardware Company is a well-known manufacturer of graphics cards. In addition, the company manufactures motherboards, laptops, mini PCs, and a large range of graphics cards. The Zotac GeForce RTX 2080 T-Series, which delivers the greatest and highest-end graphics card, is one example of their product, which is at the top of the performance list, followed by Zotac GeForce RTX 2080 Super Series. However, this may be excessively pricey, with prices ranging from 100,000 pesos to... 120,000 pesos with dupes costing 25,000 pesos or more if you want an affordable graphics card from Zotac go for the Zotac GeForce GT 1030 which costs around 8,000 pesos or more you might not have the same experience as with the higher-end products but you can still enjoy decent gaming and display resolutions of up to 1080p So, moving on to the next component, the two primary types of storage devices, hard disk drives and solid state drives. Let's start with hard disk drives. A computer hard disk drive, sometimes known as an HDD, is a non-volatile data storage device. But first, what really does it mean when you say a storage is non-volatile? Well, it simply just means that this type of storage retains recorded data even when your computer is shut off. In contrast, volatile storage requires power to keep stored information. And when your PC is shut off, the data you have stored is immediately erased. So, let us go back to the hard disk drives. Why exactly do we need HDDs for our PCs? Storage devices such as HDDs are needed to install operating systems, programs, and other storage devices, as well as to save documents. 
Without these storage devices, we will be unable to store data even after turning off our PCs. And we will be unable to save files and documents on our PCs. As a result, we require at least one storage device to keep data for as long as it is needed. The lowest range capacity for HDD is 16GB to 64GB. Most laptops or computers have 120GB to 256GB. And if you wanted extreme storage, you can buy HDDs with more than 2TB. But 500GB to 2TB are enough to store music, photos, videos, and many files with this much space. As a result, we need to know which brand of HDD is the most recommended. When selecting an HDD for your PC, we should evaluate its reliability, performance, capacity, and pricing. Here are some of the most highly recommended brands according to the experts. So first, we have the Seagate Barracuda and if you want to be more on the affordable side, this might be the one for you. It has low noise, is fast, and is as reliable as any other HDD manufacturer. Their 1TB HDDs would cost as low as 2,000 pesos or more, which is considerably a good price. Of course, you can buy higher storage for your PC, and most motherboards from 2006 and up should be compatible with your HDD for as long as it uses a supported connection standard. Western Digital is another well-known HDD manufacturer. It is one of the world's largest and most well-known producers of computer hard drives. It is also has a lot of storage space and a low pricing for its customers. Western Digital's 1TB storage could cost around 2,000 pesos. They could also offer a great variety of storage capacities from which you can choose from. However, based on some experts, it still has its own disadvantages where it has low read or write speed. But I believe that it doesn't affect the performance of the HDD itself. It depends primarily on the brand, really, when it comes to reliability. These famous brands may fail since not all brands are made equal. Moving on, another type of storage device is a solid-state drive, or commonly known as SSDs. It is a newer generation of storage devices that has replaced traditional hard disk drives and is also non-volatile. Instead of spinning disks, as used in HDDs, it uses flash-based memory, which makes it faster, more reliable, and more energy efficient. SSDs are also fairly priced, although more expensive than HDDs, and have more storage capacity ranging from 32GB to 8TB. It is also lighter and smaller than HDDs, which can only take up a small amount of space. There are two types of SSDs. The first one are external SSDs, which have their own enclosures and can be connected via USB cable. It may be small enough to be carried on a keychain. Another form, which is more sophisticated, 
is internal SSDs, which do not have any casing and are often housed within a system unit casing. Though there are very little differences between different brands, you should make sure of your SSD's brand's reliability and durability. When it comes to SSDs, Samsung is a well-known and leading brand. One of their greatest SSDs is the Samsung 980 Pro, which offers amazing speed, quality, and a reasonable price of up to 11,000 pesos or more for a 1TB capacity. If you're looking for a less expensive option, the Samsung 870 EVO might pique your interest. Its price ranges from 5,000 pesos for 1TB or more than 5,000 pesos depending on storage capacity. Crucial is another excellent SSD brand. It is quite reliable and performs admirably in terms of quality and capacity. It might not be one of the fastest SSDs, but it's not really noticeable in day-to-day -day use. Their finest product is the Crucial MX500 SSD, which has capacities ranging from 1TB to 4TB with a decent price. A terabyte could cost up to 4,000 pesos or more. That is all for the descriptions and recommendations for graphics card and storage devices. Now Vince, could you tell us more about power supply units and optical disk drives? One of the most important components of PC is power supply. It converts AC energy that commonly we have or the electric company provider distributes. It converts that energy to DC that the computer needs. Choosing a safe and reliable power supply is a must in building a PC. Unreliable power supply may not transfer clean energy and can cause a lot of problems to your PC, such as random freezes and resets, and even some of them are not easy to pin down. Choose carefully when buying a power supply unit, just like choosing GPU, CPU, and even storage. Moving on, here are some top tier power supplies. Corsair RMX series RM750X. It wasn't easy to develop a product that was better than the previous RM750X on 2018. But Corsair was able to do so and the new model performs far better. It lacks silence as compared to the previous generation. Yet, with a 28 dBA overall noise output, it isn't considered noisy. Overall, this is fantastic power supply that will take the place of the outdated RM750X in our best PSU picks list. The XPG Core Reactor 750 watts and the Sonic Focus GX750 are two notable competitors. When you strive to improve something that is already excellent, you confront numerous hurdles since you must also keep your budget in check. In comparison to prior models, the new Corsair RMX 2021 series has 5 models with capacities ranging from 550 watts to 1000 watts. In today's study, we look at the third stronger member of the new RMX range, which has 750 watts capacity. The last one is Be Quiet Dark Power 12. A good power supply, like the finest graphic card, is an important aspect of creating a new PC. 
you might as well give up before you start if you don't get that correctly. It goes without saying that not all power sources are made equal, but there is a simple metal base scales to assist you determine how good yours is. Did you know it was available on titanium as well? Probably not. As there aren't many 80 plus titanium power supply on the market, that's what you get when you use the Big Quiet Dark Power 12. The closest thing you'll get to an ultimate power supply is this one. The power supply isn't inexpensive, but you'll need one for serious PC construction. As a result, it is effective, which is crucial. It's also really peaceful. The hint is in the name of the company. In fact, be silent if you're not familiar with it. <laughs> this is a company that takes pride in silence. It's simply not enough to have a little noise. The silent wings frameless fan is used in a black power 12. It's not just whisper quiet, but its design also finds a lot of air around it, keeping everything cool. The fluid bearing as well as the fact that it's mounted on a tripod rather than inside a frame are part of the secrets in keeping the sound down, so it's quiet and efficient. But why else might you want one? Being fully modular accompanying the Dark Power 12 is a box full of cables. They're nothing particular fancy, but they're good quality with durable filling coverings. I particularly like the clear labeling as to what each cable is for because it makes rummaging through a box of black stringy things less of pain. All I know about the cable in my own PC is they're made of EVGA. Honestly, there's not much else to say about Dark Power 12. It's not quite as fancy as Dark Power 12 Pro, but it's also not as pricey, making it a better alternative for the serious PC builder who doesn't need to go all out. If 750 watts isn't enough, there are two other options, 850 watts and 1000 watts, that may be sufficient. The only thing not to like about Dark Power 12 is the price, that's it. And maybe if you're trying to build a smaller, more lightweight build, it's not for you either. It is a bit of a chunk. You should buy this if you want the best power supply as possible, you're building a high-end PC, and you're into overclocking. And you shouldn't buy this if you're on a budget and you're not building with the most powerful CPUs or GPUs. However, it isn't exactly a smaller version of the Dark Power 12 Pro. The luxury design, outstanding, and silent fan, fully modular construction, titanium rating, and built-in overclocking control are all still available. It's a touch less expensive and is the one to get for most individuals seeking the best power supply they can afford. But there's no escaping the fact that it's pricey. In the same way, you can put a price on a competent power supply because there's no use in building a PC without one. This is where you'll find the quality, the bendability, power, and peace of mind. All of the characteristics of a top-notch power supply are present. Another hardware component of a PC is the optical disk drive. Your computer will still run even if there's no optical disk drive. The optical disk drives enable you to read the CDs, DVDs, and even Blu-ray to your computer. Some of top-tier optical disk drives are Asus ZenDrive U9M, the best USB DVD burner, and LG's BP60N B10, the best Blu-ray burner. 
Both drives are quick to read data from disk to your computer or to burn new disks with your own data. And both work with PCs and Macs and are reasonably priced. But as I said, optical disk drives is optional depending on what purpose you have when building a PC. Like, your purpose is for gaming. I think an optical disk drive is useful for that because of the games that only comes from CDs. But if it's for studies, I guess it doesn't matter if you don't have one. Next, our topic of discussion is about PCI cards and what would be the best brand for them. What are the PCI cards you might be asking? PCI cards are expansion cards that allow you to connect components such as sound card, LAN card, Ethernet card, Wi-Fi card, memory card, and others directly to the computer motherboard itself. These components are usually optional, but with some that can be found as an external attachment that connects to your PC via the USB port. There are some that are practically a requirement nowadays, like a graphics card or video card. All in all, these components all greatly improve the quality of life or experience of the user. If you're going to ask me whether or not these components are of need in your PC build, all I can say is that it depends on what you are going to use your PC for, but if you are considering whether or not to buy one of these components for your PC, always consider your budget allowance and whether or not this component is vital to the function of your PC. If the component does not fit in your current budget, it might be worth it to save up for them and buy them later. These components, except for the video graphics card, can be purchased and attached on later when you need it. Budget and necessity is always the first thing you have to consider. If you have then identified and sorted those things out, let me suggest some things that might help you in choosing these parts. First, let's talk about LAN cards or Wi-Fi cards. These components fall under the peripheral class called Network Interface Controller. These components provide your computer a dedicated full-time connection to your network. Thus, they are preferred by those who want faster speed or those who can plug their PC with a wire to their network. Usually on motherboards, there is already an Ethernet port already installed. With some, even have Wi-Fi support within with them already. But if your network can give more speed and bandwidth than your motherboard can handle, or if you want to connect your PC to a network wirelessly, because some motherboards still don't have it as a built-in feature, it is a component that you might need for your PC. TP-Link, ASUS, and Intel are the major brands for Wi-Fi and LAN cards we have available here in the Philippines. Typically, the prices of LAN cards and Wi-Fi cards can range from 200 pesos up to 1,000 pesos and up. Also, if you are buying a LAN card to improve your internet speeds, those things can only be provided by your service internet service provider. Unless you are subscribed to a network work plan with the internet speeds that you are looking for and you are limited by your motherboard alone, both LAN cards and Wi-Fi cards cannot improve your internet speed. Now, let's talk about sound cards. You might consider getting this if you're an avid gamer or a professional working in media creation or game development. Sound cards are specialized cards that convert analog sounds to digital data that can be stored as an audio file in your computer. It can also do the reverse, accept and translate digitized audio to analog signals that can be played by the computer speakers. These usually are already included in your motherboard and is sufficient enough for most use. But if you 
you are working with equipment that needs additional processing or power or amplification or it, you might just generally want to lessen the strain of sound processing to your CPU, you might consider getting this as a wonderful addition in your PC. If you're going to pick one up, take note of these things, your budget, the interface or how many ports the sound card have, and compatibility to your motherboard. Major brands like Asus and Creative are the most popular choice with these components price ranging from 5000 to 16000 These are usually very specialized boards and they provide additional sound control too. Lastly, if you're considering adding more high-speed storage or more functionality to your PC, you can also get different PCI adapters for it. There are PCI adapters that can function to add USB ports, to add more SATA ports, convert M.2 SSD to PCIe, and many more. My tip for buying these components usually depends on your budget and your use. Always consider your budget when buying components for your PC. Since most of these components are situational, they might be a little hard to find. So considering generic or unbranded components helps in looking for them, they might even be able to, to squeeze in your budget if it's enough. That was a very informative description and recommendations of top brands and components of a PC. There are so many brands to choose from and it is our own choice of which shall we buy for ourselves. But here's an interesting question. What PC setup would you like to have if you are given enough budget to buy the best you'll ever have? My own preference, unlike a gaming setup because you can actually do everything on it, having high-grade components is like having the freedom to do anything you like. But the disadvantage to that is their price. It's a bit pricey, so if, if you will ask budget, me, I don't need you. a high price Maybe PC. Can work with lower specs but I don't want to settle for less, so I'm looking for problem. a better specs for both gaming and work, and also have minimalist designs. In my personal opinion, the best PC I would want would be a PC that can handle heavy workloads while keeping the parts affordable, high quality, and easy to find. After all, a computer is a sum of its parts. If I may, I'd like to share my thoughts. I'd love to build a high-end one because I'm into editing and I have experience using a slow PC before. It depends on its CPU or even its GPU now because it's vital for rendering. Also, I'd like to have high-quality and high-performing peripherals to match and enjoy the high-end build. Well, for me, I'd like a PC that can run smoothly, especially on graphics and programs. A gaming PC could work too, but it doesn't have to be grand as long as I can use it properly without any lag when doing tasks and playing games. I'd rather have a more clean setup than those complicated ones just for my own aesthetics. Alright, those were some interesting builds. Building a PC can be very difficult especially when you do not have the knowledge on what appropriate components you should use and their compatibility with each other. And thanks to this podcast, I too as a host, learned so much more about the top brands and components of computers and how these components really function. 
it is really interesting and fascinating knowing that technology still evolves over time and these top manufacturers are still continuing to make ideas for the betterment of our technology. Another thing to consider is when building a personal computer, you should think about your budget first. As to this day, it is very easy to set up a computer that fits your budget. The next thing you should do is research about it to have the needed information on what you should buy. For example, you could watch review videos on YouTube from verified channels or listen to podcasts where people tell their personal experiences. Then you could ask professionals or enthusiasts for their opinions and experiences. How about you, Jules? For me, it's really not easy to build a computer. You'll need to save up a lot of money to buy your dream computer or even personalize it. However, if you are a newbie, you can start small and gradually increase your purchase if you already have the money so that you are not surprised by the cost. It's important to have a lot of information too about the um, computer components so that you know what they're for when you're already developing or customizing it. That is why listening to our podcast can really help you understand things and answer some of your questions. I hope we help you looking for the best PC setup you are looking for. So, what is your ultimate PC build? That is all and we hope that you have learned something from our podcast. Thank you for listening and see you guys next time.